This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Learning RSS feeds for every podcast app. In honor of your hard work, here's a headgum cap. Jake's lack of awareness, loving parents, harmless fun. The week-to-week bashing, oh, now it's time to run. There it is again, that fucking turdy, that fucking turdy. There it is again, that fucking turdy, that fucking turdy. What can you say? Jake is overdue. It'll be his real soon. Just wait. Hey, what can you say? Jake is overdue. It'll be his real soon. Just wait. <laughs> good. That was good. Nice. Nice. That was good. That was, they were right. <laughs> that was uh, Victor and Max on guitar and wrote a couple of theme songs. That was just the first one, Bo Burnham's That Funny Feeling parody. The second one mm-hmm. uh, will be a dating app themed. We'll play it at the end of Vance Joy's Riptide. So stick around for that. Yes. Uh, I am a Vance Joy stan. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know Vance Joy sparked joy with you. Yeah, he sparks Vance as well. <laughs> Actually, you might go to a Vance Joy rave slash concert tonight. They didn't cancel it, Vance Joy. Yeah, um, I was I was a little worried because it's it's in two basements. You know, not the first basement, the basement prime. It's the sub basement, more of a crawl <laughs> yeah. space. Um, yeah, and how many people? Can you actually fit in a crawl space that small? Especially that's what I'm. Yeah, because it's like it's already not that big, and I think it's like you know it's standing room only. Oh no, max capacity <laughs> eight people, but with the band already, that's a lot. So I'm gonna try to get <laughs> yeah. there early because we're gonna have to cram in. I think they sold hundreds <laughs> of tickets. <laughs> Ventilation or mm-hmm. how's that gonna work out? Because it, if it's a Vance Joy concert, they're probably gonna be get pretty sweaty down there. Yeah, sweaty, and everybody knows all the lyrics to Vance Joy. So you sing in each so other's faces. Yeah, yeah, and to get in, there's no like QR code for like the ticket app or the scanner. You have to like oh, put no. your ticket. It's a paper ticket <laughs> that you put on your tongue, and then you French like an acid tab. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you French you French the bouncer. Um, Holy yeah. shit, that mm-hmm. sounds so dangerous right now. <laughs> um, yeah, but I feel like. <laughs> there's like so much omicron already that i feel like 
the actual peak just happened and we're actually kind of safe. <laughs> we're like on the decline now. And I'll be able to yeah. <laughs> let you know tomorrow after I um I'm gonna do I'm gonna do like a rapid a rapid test because I then I'm going to volunteer at a kindergarten first thing in the morning. So Yeah. <laughs> Actually, funny you should mention, I was interviewed by the New York Times about a rapid test tweet that I did. Yes, I don't know if you caught that, but it was kind of a big deal. Was Um, it an interview? Were you interviewed by the Times? Were you quoted throughout that piece? Or do they kind of just give you an attaboy right up top? That's a good question. It was uh, it was definitely the opening, the lead, as they say in journalism. Yeah, and were they were did they like quote you throughout? Did they ever go back Actually, let to me, you? If if you if you would shut up for a second, I'd like to oh read the lead basically. R E D E the L E D E. This yeah. is how not quite the weekend this, edition. Not quite widely circulated, like in the time. By the way, you, you know, get this delivered, right? So you can read this. IRL, I get it delivered on the weekend. I get it delivered. I get the Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. So I don't know if you made the cut there. Didn't yours come out on a like something like a Wednesday? All anyone wants it's kind of a for burner Christmas, of a day. writes Gina and Anna. Byline very is good. a COVID test. That's a very good. It's a very good headline actually for the Times. Scrolling down, and we see the lead. And it is the lead. (laughs) And I am in the lead. When Amir Blumenfeld, yours truly, was deciding Mm. what to buy for a secret Santa gift exchange, he landed on something practical, an at-home COVID testing kit. Quote, what better gift is there than peace of mind? End quote. That's from the interview? Was there an interview? Sorry, were you done? (laughs) No, I actually wasn't. Mr. Blumenfeld, comma, a 38-year-old comedian, (laughs) comma, wrote in a direct message on Twitter. It didn't say a 38-year-old failed comedian? (laughs) 38-year-old co-host of a podcast? That's right. And it said, the the interview itself was a series of questions asked to me on DM that I answered. So not really an interview. Not really an interview. It was the third degree. A thread. It was the third degree, and I a answered chat. all the questions. Yes. And how many questions yes. were there? Um, seven. Will seven you screenshot questions. it? To, sc- screenshot, send it to me. Let's reenact your interview because I want to see. We should get the, the fans of this show should get the behind the scenes. Actually, the influx of listeners now who read about you in the Times loved <laughs> oh, your lead. Say, yes. if we should say welcome. Yes, welcome to everybody who read the <laughs> Times piece on me. Yeah, um, we have to do some kind of pin tweet style thing in this podcast it, for all of just the Just going forward, this is Amir's voice. This is me. This is Amir. Um, I'm with um, a friend for now who's sort of a co-host style, though I'm looking to interview bigger deals as a co-host because I'd hate to just keep this show going with a non-Times piece because you don't have an op-ed in the Times. Because mm, you don't yeah. deserve an op-ed in the Times. I've been in the Times. I've been. In the I Times. read. I sent you the uh, the questions that were interviewed to yeah. me via DM on Twitter. Right. Okay. So, do you want me to go in order, like question one first, or do you want me to read this entire thing? Um. Yeah. I mean, up to you. You can go one by one. Okay. Let's I'll go one by one. Answer. You say. Yeah. You say your response. Okay. 
So this is, yeah, this is, uh, just so you guys know, the New York Times journalist who sort of reached out to do the piece on me, DM'd right. me these questions. Yeah. yeah. So this is, in a this is Frost, the new... Nixon style mm-hmm. sort of gotcha journalism in a way about me. Okay. Right. For the new listeners that are coming our way from the Times, my name is Jake. This is Jake's voice. I'm kind of the anchor of the show. Um, Not quite. Most I'm of the reason Blumenfeld. Why I'm people sort of tune a in. poet slash. Author. I actually get a lot of awards in podcasting. I have. <laughs> I, I have a trophy room for all of my golden mics. So welcome to the new heads, um, and. A howdy to my day ones, who that's who I'm really performing for, but at the same time, um, you know, welcome. Okay. Seize the cheese. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) All right. One, I thought your tweet, quote, speaking of which, is an at-home COVID test, a good secret Santa gift, was pretty funny. But I also thought there's a truth behind it. Don't editorialize. I'm asking the question. It's an (laughs) op-ed. All right. It's absolutely an opinion editorial. At home, were you this rude to the interviewer? At home tests, at home tests have become a valuable item. Can you share what prompted you to tweet that? <laughs> That's funny. Thank you. Um, so the tweet in question was fire. Are you off, sort sorry? Of are you writing? Are you saying what you? Are you responding with what you actually wrote? Or are you, I'm just setting the stage I, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just the I'm curious to know sort of how the, the interview actually went with the Times journalist. I'm not curious to fucking yeah. cosplay it again for your ego. <laughs> I'm just setting the stage. Okay. Uh, the tweet heard around the world was fired off sort of haphazardly, but ended up making ripples in the journal sphere. Uh, <laughs> I just, tweeted, I fired off an... kind of hap- <laughs> haphazardly on December 17th. Speaking of which, you're giving a fucking oral history of it. You're giving it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to fucking get what you said to the journalist that made it into the times. You're talking about is an at-home gift, a good secret Santa gift, and that kind of inspired this piece of uh, history. All right. Okay. Uh, Everybody knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Can you share what prompted uh, you to tweet that? Um. And I said, <laughs> this is funny. Uh, it is secret. <laughs> it is secret Santa season, I wrote. And what better gift is there than peace of mind? I guess that answer was so great to even include in the lead that they were like, <laughs> that's basically we got what we needed, yeah. but let's see if we can milk this. There's six more questions, cow. and it sounds like they, they got everything they needed from that first response of yours. <laughs> Sorry, did you say cash cow? Yes, they were milking me. And I said, what better, better gift is there than peace of mind? And then, so you guys see it, that quote actually continued. They cut it off just for the sake of brevity, which is super <laughs> important in the times. Yeah. Uh, and I said, it's either that or a gift card for booze delivery. Sort of like a, a wink and a nod to many people who will find like a gift mm-hmm. card to like an alcohol to be like you don't a cute have little to, coy. I feel like all of this is just like stroking your ego. Don't like, just say what you've said. You're fucking okay. explaining your jokes, man. All I'm right? explaining like, it, yeah. <laughs> all right, second question. What have you noticed in terms of at-home COVID test availability in your area? Have your friends and family been stocking up or searching for them? And that's a really good question. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I, what's that? Forget it, man. 
You're not fucking reenact. You're. I just don't think this is an honest portrayal of how the interview went at all. <laughs> I'm telling you what I did. It's already back. this conversation has gone to your head, and you're like reenacting it as the guy that is already in the Times instead of as the guy that was just answering. Will you the pick up question. a physical copy? Will you pick up a physical copy of this piece? Because I really think <laughs> it would make for a good scrapbook. Demand, I write, for these tests are rising and supply is running out. I sort of took, I did like a bird's eye view macroeconomic um, point of view of this whole situation. Right. Uh, and I said, if I were a evil corporate businessman, I would hoard these tests and sell them for a profit. But since I'm a nice boy, I'll gift my friends free rapid <laughs> COVID tests. <laughs> kind of like a cheeky, like, by the way. Did you actually there, write that? <laughs> no wonder. No wonder they barely fucking quoted you. <laughs> Since I'm a they, nice boy. Did, I wrote because I'm a nice boy. Because I'm a nice and boy. They and they for the it, first answer, which was yeah. what better gift is there than peace of mind, which did make the lead. That made the lead. And they made sure to, to comment that you were a 38-year-old, not a nice boy. 38-year-old <laughs> comedian and self-proclaimed nice boy, Amir Blumenfeld. Next question. Are Actually. you planning to... <laughs> Are you planning? Tread lightly, because I fear this is sort of bordering on gotcha journalism now. (laughs) Are you planning to gift at home COVID tests for the holidays? Have you received any as gifts? (laughs) That's a very good question. Do you say Uh, that's a good question over DM every single time? I have not received any COVID tests as gift, but would really appreciate them. And there's no better way to start your day than a quick nasal swab. (laughs) I was sort of. (laughs) At this point, trying to pepper the interview with what I would consider pretty good pull quotes or leads. So, like, it would be like, this is like an interesting thing to, uh, you know, like when you read an article and they make one quote kind of large and the 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 small text. And you're clearly, you are clearly trying to do that, arguably trying too hard, where. Where, where like, your answers became unusable because they're all just kind of, like, little... Little quotable li- sound bites. Yeah, yeah. Little, little quote nuggets for your, that you're trying to shoehorn in, in way, there. Have yeah, you been yeah, stocking yeah. up on the testing kits yourself? That's actually a really good question. <laughs> I have a few emergency, emergency tests at home, yes, but like a true capitalist, I wish I had bought more when the prices were low. <laughs> it's <the second> time. <laughs> At this point, I'm sort of like trying to troll slash fish for compliments slash said, business ideas. You in say which up top actually. You said yeah. earlier, if I were an evil corporation, I would have hoarded them and driven the price up. But I'm a nice boy, so I'll give them as gifts. And then two yeah. questions later, you say, I wish I bought more so I could sell them. <laughs> This, okay. this, it started I, off as a secret Santa thing, and basically it turns into a confessional about how you <laughs> wish that you were stockpiling. <laughs> I hope to God that this su- as soon as Omicron fades away, I'm going to buy 10,000 of these test kits and hoard them in my garage. But as it is right now, it's too little too late. Yeah. Okay. Um, so so you're, you're sort of, you don't have a consistent voice in this thing so i can understand why they didn't um why they didn't use you throughout because you kind of they used me as a lead they used you they used you for all they could use you for which was the lead (laughs) because they realized they couldn't put you throughout the thing so they kind of just had to like throw it away i wonder if she even read the rest of your 
of the answers like because after you say i'm a nice boy off yeah yeah i sort of go off king in a few of them is there anything else you'd like to add on this let me guess great question that is a very good question i just sort of kept it generic here i said i hope everybody can stay safe and home this holiday season remember only a few more decades and we can really defeat this thing Kind nice. of like a cheeky wink and <laughs> yeah. nod to the idea that we're now living in this new normal where <laughs> the disease will never yeah. go away, but rather evolve over time. It's good that you're getting all these out because they were all read and denied, omitted, rejected, frankly, from the times. They had, yeah, they had <laughs> what appear to be seven different Blumenfeld quotes, and that's Think six of it as, rejections. Yeah. As like um, a baseball team, you can only use like a Brett Butler or a Derek Jeter style guy once. And yeah, usually you want Talk to use the him lead. as the lead off, L- yeah. lead off batter. Um, yeah. Is Amir Blumenfeld right for your name <laughs> if you're quoted in the piece? And do we have permission to use your tweet in the story? LOL. Don't act like you're not going to quote me in the piece. <laughs> yes, honey. I am the piece. This piece doesn't exist without my tweet. You're welcome for the lead. <laughs> and, and it actually is a piece to resistance. Have at it. Use the tweet. Go hog wild. In fact, I have a few other kind of cheeky nods to COVID that you can pepper throughout the piece. What's your age, location, and title slash occupation? Off the record, I'm 38. <laughs> but no, I am a 29-year-old multi-hyphenate living out in Hollywood, California, making the hype house. myself. <laughs> I'm 38. I'm a comedian in Los Angeles. And I work for HeadGum, a podcast network that I founded with two friends. Whoa, nice. They did not use that shout out they didn't want to turn it into an editorial which i totally understand anna was a sweetheart about it she founded was with two friends two friends <laughs> two friends yeah founded with two friends I thought it was, I was not even dropping my was... name not even that attaboy there <laughs> what could i have possibly that's said? low i could have been in the lead that could have been in the oh, lead. Way. If you had made that cleaner, you included comedian. If you had said, I'm 38, I live in Los Angeles, and I run a podcast network, or and I do Jake and Amir videos. How's that? Because then, then my name is in the Times. And it's not just in the Times. It's actually the lead. And, and <laughs> I would succeed if my name were in the lead. Does that ring true to you? Actually, Anna did follow up and say that there might be a place in the weekend edition for the Schwimmer's Ear tweet that you've been sort of knocking around. Really? Yeah. She was curious as to if you were going to actually fire that one off anytime soon. I could fire it off. Yeah. (laughs) I might fire it off right now. I'm dangerously close. Do you think Ross from Friends ever gets Schwimmer's Ear? (laughs) I don't I could. see a world where they use it as a lead or its own thing. <laughs> it wouldn't have to be a... the lead. Well, because it's kind of like... it's. This was it's... in the style section. And frankly, I'm afraid you don't have that. You I would. I, I mean? could be in, in the arts the, the weekend. I, maybe, I mean, it's. I, it wouldn't be wrong for them to have just included it in the magazine. Because that's a little more permanent. That's something to put on the cover, you know? 
the tweet? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they'll catch me sort of walking around Soho and put it in their autumn sartorial guide about that, like what new trends are sort of happening. Now that's fascinating. Like, oh, yeah, they do that in the art section. They do like an out and about in New York City, like weekend happenings. Yeah. So it'd be like a photo of me um, at Balthazar housing a burger. That's really cool. And like, and who are you seen, with? It's I'm I'm canoodling with um with Christina Ricci um or a Ricci type. Ricci type, a Selena Gomez uh type. Or a Gomez style, yeah. Or a Go- or an Ashton Kutcher, a Bobby Flay um style guy. A yeah. Ray Fines even. Um because that That's would be cool. fun. <laughs> um so I but I, I'm there. And I'd be really interesting. Burger, yeah. It'd be really interesting if I was with Schwimmer. I think that's, that's kind cool. of like because that's the tweet that made me famous. And they would say, <laughs> "Seen canoodling with David Schwimmer at let's call it the Standard." Actually, let's call it the Standard on the day. <laughs> canoodling with Schwimmer at the Standard. Hurwitz, who tweeted, "Do you think Ross from Friends ever gets Schwimmer's ear?" Um, and and rose to fame or rose to prominence or yeah. <laughs> ascended uh the fucking upper echelon of society for yeah. <laughs> this peak into our mind's eye as a culture um who penetrated coughing uncontrollably <laughs> saying that the bloody mary he just chugged went down the wrong pipe when it's actually just a little bit too spicy for him. <laughs> he ended up throwing up on his on his other guest, Vance Joy. <laughs> he had to go home and change his incredibly hemmed shorts. It's a one one inch inseam. His dick and balls sort of <laughs> hanging off of it. Obviously can't fit into the small modified japan style short that he's wearing on unsuccessfully tried to day. hail a cab for four minutes <laughs> <laughs> before saying fuck it i can hoof it to brooklyn <laughs> he instantly got clipped by an uber in a toyota corolla s <laughs> the guy said sorry about that boss and jake didn't even have the fucking confidence to yell at him <laughs> Don't worry about it. His voice cracked <laughs> as another bicyclist ran over his foot. <laughs> Eventually, he tried to hop with. on a city bike, but he couldn't unlock it. So he just sat in a stationary dock and took a he nap. He said, hey, check this out. I'm in a Peloton commercial <laughs> to nobody in particular. <laughs> Hurwitz, 58 years young, alone and scared. <laughs> unable to amend for anything that's gone wrong in his life up until now. But yeah, I guess the Schwimmer's Ear tweet was pretty good. Could be a lead. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break, and um, we'll do a, a much deeper dive into the piece after oh these messages. Because I, <laughs> I feel like we left some meat on the bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really think we left some meat on the bone. For sure, for sure. And maybe there's a question we can answer too after these messages. Oh, by the way, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the web hosted by us. I'm Amir. I am Jake. Welcome. We'll be back welcome after new these fans. massages. Yes, welcome and hold on one second. 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Uh, Punch Up the Jam is back with brand new hosts. Um, Demi and Miel, the previous host, and then just Miel, uh, handed over the reins to the Gregory brothers from Autotune, the news uh, musicians, comedians, great guys. Uh, the first episode just dropped, and they got Weird Al on it. So, wow. Punching up a song... Like, it doesn't get better than that, I don't think. Yeah, talk about coming back with a bang. So if you ever listened to uh, Punch Up the Jam back in the day, or maybe if you didn't and you want to uh, start listening to this newer version with a new host, the Gregory Brothers, yeah, there's no better time to start now because they're back and uh, Weird Al is on their first episode back. And yeah. I'm going to be on an episode soon. So I am going to be on an episode as well. What song did you do? I did Brass Monkey by the Beastie Boys. Oh, cool. I don't even think I know that one. I think, in fact, I know you do. All right, cool. I mean, yeah, I'm probably, I guess if it's the Beastie Boys, I've probably I think you're it. obsessed with it, actually. No. it's. I what never... song did you do? <laughs> um, I did um, Flavor of the Week by American Hi-Fi. Oh, that's good. Her boyfriend, she yeah. don't know. Yeah. Anything about her. What's wrong with that song that you said we should punch up? I can't imagine. It's, I mean, I love the song. I think it's just a, a funny genre of punk songs. There's a lot of them. Um, and I wanted to make fun of the idea that a lot of punk songs are about like, <laughs> 
a girl with a hot boyfriend that this like the punk guy is singing doesn't care about her but yeah. it's like what are who are you man it's like it's just really funny to be like i'm a hot girl and i'm going out with the quarterback and the like the emo guy that is like he doesn't care about you i like you it's like i don't know fine <laughs> yeah maybe don't try to break them up maybe she's actually with someone who's better than you guy from yeah. american hi-fi right there's a chance that uh it's all you know that it's fine yeah i guess you have to appeal to the people listening to your songs so like right 16 year old jake would be like yes i did i, I also it. have a crush on a girl who's dating a hot high school football player and yeah she she don't know anything about her he's too stoned nintendo <laughs> yeah and then it's funny because like when i i think when i be, was turned like 16 or 17 i got a girlfriend and i was a complete ass so it's not yeah, like you were the high school yeah and then a, a musician stole her away from you so it's like wait actually yeah now i don't like the song anymore this guy doesn't like you you know who's good for you it's me it's me <laughs> everybody's tom DeLong to you i'll like you <laughs> hell yeah there's something in the bathroom actually we got a question from oh. somebody who was in a relationship of one and a half years and just broke up mutually do you know All the right. name of anybody in american hi-fi is that the name of the band um i thought these guys were going to be like one hit wonders um but this guy stacy jones like they all went to the berkeley academy of music and now he's uh He's like a songwriter and producer, and he's uh, like the director for Miley Cyrus. So he's wow. just like probably rich beyond um, your imagination because he's just like basically churns out pop songs for insanely <laughs> uh, famous pop stars. That's cool. And he's he's the guy from Stacy's Mom, right? It's this guy. No, Stacy. I think the Stacy's Mom guy actually died. <clears throat> Uh, all right, we'll call this guy. What'd you say, Stacy Jones? Stacy Jones, yeah. Stacy Jones writes, I found myself in a sticky situation. A month and a half ago, my girlfriend and I have one and a half years broke up. It was mutual, and we both agreed that it was just not working out anymore, and we're still on good terms, which was important to me as we have a lot of mutual friends. Right. During the relationship, I became friends with two other girls that my girlfriend didn't like. She got very jealous whenever I hung out with them, and as a result... I pretty much stopped talking to them for the majority of my relationship. However, now that I'm single, I thought it would be nice to hang out with them again. For the past couple of weeks, I've been hanging out with a decent with them a decent amount, and now I'm starting to catch feelings for one of them. I've never felt so guilty about catching feelings as I never had them before, and I always saw them as a friend when I was in the relationship. I even had to defend them to my girlfriend multiple times, ensuring that we were just friends. I was never unfaithful to my girlfriend, and I never saw either one of them as anything more than friends until just now. Should I feel guilty if I pursue this? I do genuinely have a crush on one of these girls, but I can't stop thinking about how upset it would make my previous girlfriend. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. She. Yeah. It will make her upset. It will make her upset. <laughs> but. Do you think this guy really didn't have a crush on them until recently? And, or he's just trying to lie to himself to justify how he told his girlfriend, they're just my friends. And then as soon as they broke up, then I became infatuated yeah. with one romantically and I now i want to date her but i didn't i wasn't emotionally unavailable to you it just happened after we broke up I, I believe him i believe him i think he probably he must have like 
felt something and maybe pushed it really far down, you know, just like completely closed that off. But I, yeah. I do think that the feelings, they probably were there. There's probably an inkling. Um, but as long as you didn't act on them, and it sounds like you really did your best to shut it down. So that's fair. Yeah. I mean, to me, breaking up is hard, obviously. But the mm -hmm. best thing about it is that you can finally act on the crushes you had while you were in a relationship. Otherwise what's the point of going through yeah. a difficult breakup? You have to just sort of take advantage of all the good stuff. And right. the bad stuff is your lady might also, you know, act on her feelings that she had um, when she was in a relationship with you. Yeah. So it goes. that's what happens. Yeah. The nice thing, it, you know, it's like, it's when you're with somebody, you're like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Cause um, you were, I love you. We're in a relationship, but when you're not in a relationship, the feelings while still important, they're a little less your responsibility. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're, you are, there are no rules. You're good You don't want to also like, it's yeah. Not, the hard yeah. part is like, if you, if the old lady, it's like a small college or a high school or something, and she sees you two together, that's the situation you're probably yeah. wanting to avoid. Totally. But I think like, it's the pure heart rule you know that you didn't do anything untoward during the relationship. You know that you yep. genuinely have a crush. Like, you're not... I think the bad version of this is like, I broke up with my ex. She hurt my feelings. Fuck that. I'm going to fuck her friends. I'm going to fuck people that she used to be jealous of so I can hurt her. And then you're yeah. doing bad stuff to the friends because you're just trying to like um, hook up with somebody that you don't actually care about to prove a point. You're using them and you're also trying to hurt somebody. So it's, you're fully bad. This guy, faithful to the girlfriend, didn't have a crush on the friend. They broke up. It's, they had an amicable, amicable, amicable breakup. Yeah. And now he actually just has an earnest crush on someone else. I think you're allowed to pursue it. And know that it might hurt her feelings, but I think ultimately hurt feelings go with the, it's part for the course in a breakup. You're going to have her yeah. feelings. And maybe you can, you know, you can sleep well at night knowing she might be doing the same thing to you too. So it's even, it's not a one-way street. And you at said at least she's allowed to. Yeah. It's a, it's a, like you said, a mutual breakup. Mm -hmm. Things get a little dicier if it's a one-way breakup. How long do you wait? What do you do? There's all these little silent rules around that. But yeah, again, once you're broken up, all bets are off, I think. Yeah, they are. It doesn't feel good to hurt someone's feelings, but at the same time, you're not. The rules are gone. You know, the rule is yes, you're not allowed no to hurt. Rules. You can't hurt your, the feelings legal. of your significant other. <laughs> you can't do that. But you can hurt the feelings of a stranger. That's what the person becomes. <laughs> She's an absolute stranger to you now. You are persona non gratis. She doesn't know your name. She doesn't know your status. Is that, not, that is that not what Gautier is about? <laughs> Gautier? Yeah. You're, now you're just somebody that, that I used to know. To know. That's somebody. really good. You went to I'm telling you, Hebrew school yeah. with Gautier. Is that... Yes, Fair to I, say. basically I spent all of 7th and 8th grade uh, doing sort of Haftorah lessons with Gautier and a few other of my 
young Jewish adult friends, and we did yeah. USY together and Jesse, synagogue Rami, Gautier. Yes, and Gautier, and we should have them on the show. We should have them all on the podcast to discuss. I, I yeah. want to say that I don't know if we'd have Jesse on the written. podcast, right? Well, I think this was about like <laughs> Gautier used to like make out with Jesse's ex girlfriend. <laughs> oh, like, interesting. Jesse's so girl maybe was we about should have. Actually, a song. I'd, yeah. I'd love to have Jesse on the podcast. That would be great. Yeah, <laughs> Jessica. Standorf or something was her name, and now mm. I think Jesse she's and Jessica married with love a few that. kids. Yeah, that's why it didn't work out. But yeah, yeah, we need all these people on the pod. Uh, all right, let's take another break. Answer some more questions on the other side of these massages. Oh yeah. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed, indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. um no they do have a lot more than that it's uh it's a it's they have 24 7 award-winning customer support they have very simple drag and drop technology you can code you can design Mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works you can sell you can launch and sell product from squarespace that's right you can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say "damn the man" with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a. It's an anti-movement. Really, oh, it's that's a non-movement that's movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back. This one is... We're not going to get to it in time, unfortunately. We're recording this before Christmas, but it comes out two days after. And the subject mm-hmm. line is, I hope you see this before Christmas. Apologies. We just broke up. So what should I do with the presents? Wow. Okay. So uh, we're going to have to get a oh, follow-up pup. It's a lady. It's a lady. We'll call her. What's well, Santa Claus's Mrs. Claus, Mrs. right? Claus, she doesn't have yeah. a... Does she have a first name? Is Santa his first name? Um, I think it's Santa Claus, St. Nicholas... I'm not entirely 
who would if it, it has to be Santa's his first name and Claus is his last, right? Because it's yeah. Mrs. Claus, not Mrs. Santa Claus. I can't believe. Oh she no, his name his is name. Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle. So Let's why see. is she Mrs. Claus? Santa Claus, also known Kringle. as Father Christmas, Saint Nicholas, Saint Nick, <laughs> Chris Kringle, or simply Santa. Um, okay, what is Santa's wife's name? Let's see if that. Uh, yeah, just Mrs. Claus. According to some North American sources, his original name was Chris Kringle. Before he changed his name to Santa Claus, Chris Kringle was a toy maker who married Jessica. Oh, my God. Um, other names found were Mrs. Claus are Merry Christmas, Gertrude, and Carol. You don't think it's the same Jessica as that Gautier stole from Jesse, do you? Standorf? I don't <laughs> it think be. so. Because, well, you said she had children, and I'm wondering if the clauses have children or if it's I think all it's the elves. Elves. Yeah. They just have employees. Yeah. <laughs> they adopted 4,000 fucking, I assume, Norwegian small people named elves. That's what, that's mm. what they are. Yeah. They're, they're, they're kids, I think. So this, I guess, yeah. So her name could be Jess Kringle. Okay, Jess Kringle writes, I'm a 24-year-old girl and I've been seeing my boyfriend for six months. Last night we decided to end, end things, but are in pretty good t- terms after a fight. We both were in love with each other and things were great until the end. Really sad, but we decided it's for the best. Now here's my mm. dilemma. We're about a week out from Christmas and I have a few gifts for him that I've already wrapped. Nothing big, just a few small things like playing cards he wanted, some soap, small art pieces from a farmer's market we went to. My question is, what should I do with them? I don't want these gifts anymore. On one hand, if I give it to them, he could perceive it as me trying to make amends and get back together, which I'm not trying to do. On the other hand, if I don't give him the gifts, I could be perceived as being petty and mean, which he's already given me his gifts early, and they were very nice things. Uh, He's already given her the gifts. Now that I'm thinking about it, I just got these gifts a couple weeks ago. Should I try returning the gifts to him? They were nice pieces of jewelry that I really like, but we're not together anymore. Does that mean I can't wear them? Help. Hope you guys see this before Christmas. Love, Jessica. Oh, interesting. So he gave her gifts. It's jewelry. Yeah. And she's wondering if she should even give the gifts that she got him while also (laughs) contemplating if she should return the gifts and get the cash. No, return the gifts to him. (laughs) Return the (laughs) gifts to him. <laughs> right. This whole thing sounded like a goddamn Ponzi scheme. What? She wants to borrow money from us to fucking afford the bus ride to return the gifts to get the cash, but she's good for it? There's no way. I'll give her my bank account information, but she shouldn't have carte blanche access to my savings. She wants to know if she should return these, these early Christmas gifts back to the dude. And then, furthermore, should mm-hmm. she give the gifts that she got for the dude to the dude? Um, or did you say we're broken up? No gift is going back. No gift is giving going out. We're just freezing the assets, as it were. Everyone go their separate ways. Yeah, it, she didn't say. Did she say what kind of breakup it was? Was it like she mutual? Said was it friendly? It was mutual after a fight. So friendly-ish. Yeah, I think in that case, it depends what you want. Because I feel like. Saying, I'm going to give you this jewelry back. You should return it. Get your money. That's more like door is closed on this relationship. Yeah. And 
I'm going to give you, hey, let's, I got you something to do. Let's just have a gift exchange is you guys are going to fuck and get back together. <laughs> so I think one is door open, one is door closed. Which one do you feel more like, uh, you know, are you, are you having second thoughts about the breakup? Do you want to see where things go? Or do you feel like, damn, I'm glad we broke up. <laughs> that was a bad relationship. Happy to be out of it. Um, in that case, give the stuff back. Yeah, but giving the stuff back seems kind of like unnecessarily antagonistic. Like, you're out of my life. Take all the gifts that you've given me back. And also, you don't get any of the gifts that I've wrapped, including this deck of playing cards that I know you want. Well, she wouldn't even mention that. She just says, like, So she hey, throws those you gifts gave away. Me, right. You gave, yeah, she, or she returns them. You know, you gave me Christmas gifts early then we broke up. You should return them. I don't want you to spend money on me. Like, yeah. If it's nice pieces of jewelry, like that might be a couple hundred bucks back, which goes a long way. It's an $80,000 diamond piece. It's yeah. a really nice piece. <laughs> it's, it's actually, it's in a display box. She can't even wear it. It's a, it's a 40 carat diamond rock that he mm, bought for yeah. her an auction house, a Christie style auction house. You could actually her. stunt with just the fucking display box. Really? That is a diamond encrusted <laughs> display box that if you put that on a band and wear that as a bracelet, <laughs> even the display box will let you, it will let you flex on your haters. Really? To be honest. That's kind of yeah. cool. You could stunt on them. Well, what about what would you do? The old, the classic, if I were you, somebody gave you gifts, right? You got them gifts, they break up. What are you doing? Okay. So I'll call this a, somebody gets me a $200 watch and I, and I've bought them a bracelet and then we break up and it's actually a pretty nasty fight. She says some things that she can't take back, <laughs> including things, things that you about can't my unsay. <laughs> oh, now <laughs> I know I how you change. hated them. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That was the God's you didn't honest like truth. my gum line. Very good, very nice, very honest, very direct. Wish I knew um, that beforehand. Nothing I could do to change yeah. it, so it goes. Let's not say anything we don't mean, but hell. Even worse than that, let's not say anything we truly mean but wish we could hide. You know what I mean? I don't want to know what you really think. That's hurtful shit. Um, so I have a bracelet that every time I look at it reminds me of how someone I love said I had fucked up teeth that they couldn't stand. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. I don't want that in my house. I don't want that in my life. I think I say, well, I, I think, oh, man, what would I do? I'm pretty conflict averse, so I wouldn't want to initiate any kind of like, if the breakup is over, if the breakup is done, I would probably let everything just stay. I would keep the stuff and maybe try to give it away, maybe try to gift it, or maybe hang on to it to give back someday when things have cooled down and everybody's moved on. Yeah. And I'd return and not give the gifts. But I think the right thing to do is to find a way to no hard feelings, give back the jewelry because the guy can return them and it's good to get your cash. Final answer. If you're conflict averse, then you should return the conflict diamond that he gave you. That's right. I have reason <laughs> to believe that what you're holding on to is none other than a 
a blood diamond from the yes from the classic 2007 leonardo dicaprio movie the revenant in which it is a tainted <laughs> tainted piece <laughs> there's blood on your hands and there's blood on your conscience what i would do is just not reach out because i would like i tr- i treat a uh, an ex and actually it's funny because it's this is about xmas and it's about an ex so it's like an <laughs> ex hyphen mas if you know what i mean and that's the title mm-hmm. of this episode and that's what gets me potentially though i don't want to fucking hammer it home but you know ultimately <laughs> i don't know if it's up to you or to me or whatever but i think i did pretty good this episode and tis the season yeah. and all that stuff so yeah we'll let that you're getting a little grubby because you already <laughs> got the lead yeah you got the new york times lead let's not overreach don't you think yes and i yeah i wouldn't yes. i didn't even want to bring it up but i thought that was pretty good so i was afraid that you weren't listening or something but yeah name of this it movie. is it is christmas after all let's give me the golden mic and you the turdy um <laughs> happy holidays everybody uh merry christmas happy christmas stay safe happy new year um hope you have a good one um <laughs> And, you know, keep on, keep on trucking and keep on keeping on, um, bless up and yeah, be kind to each other. Thanks. (laughs) Be kind to each other. Thanks. Yeah. Do you think you've been kind uh, to me? I didn't finish. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Jake out. It's kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. I, and why don't you cut? Because sorry, this we'll cut the episode. Over. Cut the episode. Okay. All right. Full. Maybe splice in because splice. I'm just saying because um, I said like peace or I said thanks. Then I said Jake out, and then I think I accidentally like kind of was like, oh, that's pretty cool, and I don't want to. I don't want to like come I'm leaving off that all way. this in. I'm not, you don't, you don't yeah. give me any editing notes ever. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I'm just gonna like, make it a longer even, pause now. I'm gonna make it sound like you were really? struggling to think <laughs> slash breathe. I'm gonna add in <laughs> you going. <laughs> gasping for air at the thought of finishing the episode like that. That's what I'm gonna add. You get the fucking trophy, I get the final cut. I'm going to make you look like a butt. You're fucking petty. (laughs) Fucking petty, man. I would not reach out to an ex. I would let the bygones be bygones. If you want to give them the gifts down the road as a means of like, hey, no hard feelings in a few months, go for it. But I wouldn't do it now while tensions are high and the wound is festering. Emotions are open out on the table. Everybody's too vulnerable. Let let there be silence between the two of you to let the wound heal first and foremost. Yes. That's what I would do. I like that. Time heals the wound. The the return policy is probably 30 days. Mm. So you're going to be okay. Yeah. You still got a few weeks at the very least. And then in and five let us know years, what you do. give him a playing card. Yeah, yeah. Do let us know because we were too late again. This episode is coming out, I think, on the 26th or 27th of December. Mm. Oops. Oops. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Or bad. Uh, all right. That's it. That's our time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for writing in uh, questions, theme songs, all of it to if I were you show at gmail.com. Shout out to the New York Times again for covering me. 
Um, <laughs> oh my god! Appreciate the magnifying glass on something that I considered pretty important, and uh, I guess the Times did too. <laughs> we have that in common. Jake subscribes to the Times, and I'm fucking in them. That's the difference. Uh, we are still making <laughs> videos <laughs> on the Patreono. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> patreon.com slash J-A. Uh, I think we put up a Jake and Amir episode. <laughs> so there's one that you can watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I haven't got... You already fu- you fucking... Yeah, you fucking steamrolled me. You like... <laughs> You shouted yourself out so hard at the end. Your plug was that you're in the times and I get it. Like... I don't think that's being kind to each other. Thanks. I don't think I don't think it's being kind to each other. Thanks. <laughs> I don't think it's being kind to each other at all. Uh opening theme song was written by the same duo um as this closing theme song, the Vance Joy Riptide parody. This is Max and Victor. Mm. PS mm-hmm. Bring Back Testing Testing. Wow, shout out to our Whoa bonus thursday testing episodes and then pps yeah, fun. we're rooting for you to get that golden mic shmuel i wonder if uh too late for this episode <laughs> too late for this episode the new york times thing that was tacky it was self-aggrandizing self-aggrandizing you've given yourself a fucking fake trophy for seven years in a row so don't, you don't get to use that word in vain. Yeah, you want to speak yes. ill of it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God you didn't get it because you obviously don't give a shit. Thank God it's not yours this episode. We have no fucking respect for it. I, Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I think this is the last episode of 2021. What a fucking Damn. epic year. I think 2022 is going to be even more savage probably. Yeah. It's shaping up to be a real banger. It's going to be, yeah, this is a... This will be our year. Took a long time to come. Time to come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love that. Uh, all right. Happy New Year, guys. Happy holidays. See ya next decade. Bye. Peace. One, two, ready, and I was scared of Hinchat I was scared of pretty girls and starting conversations. Oh, all my friends are virgins. They don't know anything about dating Ooh Ooh So I signed right up Lady going down the rhyme Making her way through the start screen I wanna be your right hand swipe I love you even though I never met you And I got a lump in my throat cause I just lost it there's this podcast that I think you'll like This guy decides to leave LA and has New York City This chipmunk all by himself He's watching Jake on SNL Hell yeah That was a HeadGum Original